Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. My name's Henry Jennings. It is Monday the 14th of November. And as usual, with all the information contained in this podcast, it is general advice only. So please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. All right, well, let's kick the day off with the numbers. The scores on the doors, where we had another solid night from the US markets. We had the Dow Jones up a measly, though, 32 points or 0.1 of a percent to 33,748. NASDAQ, though, sprinting ahead at 1.88%, 209 points, 113, or let's start that again, 11,323 points on the NASDAQ, S&P 500, closing in on the 4,000 level, up 38 points, or 0.95 of a percent, to 39.93, and that VIX volatility index, as you would expect, given all the love that is around at the moment for US stocks, was down 4%, 22.46. ASX futures, the SPY, up 42 points, 0.59%, 7.204 this morning. So it looks like we're going to have another pretty solid day. European markets, solid but unspectacular. The stock 600 was up 0.09%. FTSE was down 0.8 actually. Germany up 0.6. France up 0.6 of a percent there. In terms of some of the US stocks rocking and rolling on Friday, Apple was up 1.9%. Meta up 1%. Google up 2.6%. Microsoft up 1.7%. Amazon 4.3%. Tesla up 2.8, Netflix having a good, uh, probably a crown-inspired rally up 5.5%. U.S. banks not doing too much with the exception of Citicorp, which was up uh, 3.6%. And Block, the artist formerly known as Square, was up 6.3%. But it was a bit of a slow day on the U.S. markets. Also, it was Veterans Day, so we did have the bond market uh, closed on Friday night. So nothing going on there. US 10 years at the moment, 3.81. And the US dollar index slipping again, 1.77% down. Uh, the Aussie dollar at 67.1. Never been a better time to go to the US. It appears 67.1 at the moment. Against that, and one of the reasons why the US market was a little bit optimistic about things, apart from that CPI read, of course, during the week, and continuing to kick on from that, was the fact that China has been uh, looking to um, relax its quarantine from 10 days to 8 days. This was seen as a positive sign that China is heading down the reopening road, which uh, obviously is going to happen at some stage. And as a result, we did see commodities do quite well with that US dollar falling as well. uh, Our commodities are very strong. We had Brent crude up 2.8%, WTI up 3%, gold up another near 1%, 0.85%, 15 bucks, 17.70. Copper, Dr. Copper, uh, that uh, sort of proxy for global growth was up 2.8%. We saw nickel continuing to fly at the moment, up 2.6%, sorry, 4.6%. Aluminium up 5.7%, zinc up 5.1%, lead up 3.1%, tin 
up 5.2%. So all looking pretty good on the commodities front at the moment, that's for sure. And as a result, we saw BHP flying up 6.6%, Rio up 6.4%. This was all on the back of that hope that the Chinese economy will be reopening. Having said that, they have got record numbers of COVID cases. So certainly uh, there's a little bit of, uh, of a divergence between what's happening on the ground and what the market is hoping, hoping is going to be happening in the future. But uh, Freeport McMoran up 3.5%, Alcoa 87 Tech up nearly 8%, Anglo up 7%, Glencore up 0.16%, Vale in the US had an absolutely stonking day, up nearly 12%. The one to miss out, and maybe this is a sign of something, Albemarle was only up 1.4%, so maybe we are seeing a slight easing of the uh, exuberance for lithium and the lithium space at the moment as the money rotates out of where has been a really good run for punters from lithium into other commodities. Uh, Copper and nickel would be uh, high on the agenda, I would imagine. So keep an eye on those copper and nickel stocks. That may be a good place to fossick for some uh, good gains to come in the next week or so. So uh, it may be that lithium underperforms and we see a catch-up in other base metals. So that will be interesting to see. But the likes of Sanfire, IGO and, of course, South32 should do quite well. And BHP just flying ahead at the moment. Iron ore also doing well on the back of that Chinese reopening, up nearly 3%, back up to 90.8%. So that's going pretty well at the moment. We took, we could talk about crypto, but that is a bit of a Ponzi scheme and a bit of a disaster at the moment. So uh, I don't think we'll even give it the time of day. The NASDAQ Golden Dragon Index, which is those uh, Chinese stocks listed, of course, in the US, was up 6.6%. That was uh, on top of a 7.6% gain the previous session. It was its best two-day performance since March the 17th. So a big, big run in those Chinese stocks again on the back of the fact that uh, China may be relaxing and reopening slightly. So good to see. A couple of uh, high-profile commentators out and about at the moment. Tom Lee from Fundstrat Global, who is the top equity strategist, sees an ever-increasing reason for a potential vertical surge in the final weeks of 2022. This is for the S&P and the NASDAQ, etc., um, we did see the S&P's biggest weekly gain since June and NASDAQ's largest weekly gain since March. Uh, Lee, Tom Lee has said the case for the strong rally into the end of the year is primarily because the Federal Reserve no longer has its back to the wall on inflation. The October CPI beat looks repeatable and therefore a case for a pause after December is stronger. To counter that argument, uh, one analyst, um, uh, John Taylor, who's an influential monetary economist, said the Fed needs to lift rates to 6%. Uh, He told a conference in New York that rates were still quite low when measured in real inflation-adjusted terms. And Morgan Stanley's Mike Wilson, who is a well-known market sceptic, who correctly predicted this year's slump, said the recent rally in US equities isn't finished and should keep running over the coming weeks. Also in news over the weekend, the Democrats have kept control of the Senate, with a win in Nevada. Looking forward to Donald Trump's big, big, big announcement at uh, on the 15th of November, which is tomorrow. As far as local headlines go here, well, Origin is not making it easy for the Brookfield camp 
to uh, to get hold of this company. I'm sure the FIRB is going to have an awful lot to say on this one. But Origin has also been lining up or potentially looking at a bid for partners group CWP Renewables. Uh, this is a big deal. It's worth around $4 billion if it were to happen. And, of course, that could be enough of a poison pill uh, to uh, see off Brookfield. But certainly there's a lot of uh, complications at the moment with this Origin deal. And the market is telling us uh, that it doesn't really believe that it's going to go through uh, in the current form, given the Origin share price is around $7.60 at the moment. So clearly uh, the market doesn't believe that this is going to happen, bearing in mind that the cash bid was $9, of course, non-binding, indicative, etc. But certainly the market does believe there are some politics and some FIRB uh, things to play out. And the alarm bells are ringing at a company called Janus. Uh, Janison Education Group, J-A-N, is the stock code there. Uh, This one looks as if it could be vulnerable to some kind of takeover approach. And uh, the company's share price has fallen around 56% this year. And it leaves it vulnerable, apparently, uh, to an opportunistic bid. The company provides online assessment, software, content and associated services to schools in Australia, Singapore, US and UK. And this morning we have an announcement from Beach Energy. It's going to be acquiring Warrego Energy uh, for 20 cents in cash. There's a bit of a kicker there as well if Warrego sells its Spanish business. Uh, WGO is the Warrego code. BPT, of course, is uh, Beach Petroleum code. And Barrick in the Australian Today in the data room, which is usually pretty correct and spot on the money. Uh, Barrick Gold could be eyeing up De Grey. Uh, De Grey has been long in the sights and at the moment has um, Gold Road as a large shareholder. And uh, there's certainly some consolidation due there. So uh, De Grey could be in the frame at the moment. In other news this morning, of course, we do have the ongoing, and it seems perpetual, deal with uh, Pendle in focus. Uh, Key players at Pendle apparently are due to renegotiate their contracts, which could complicate things uh, dramatically. Of course, Perpetual and Pendle in that merger, but we've got uh, Regal coming in as well as a potential spoiler there um, as they have, um, well, put on an offer to acquire Perpetual they're at uh, $33 by way of a scheme of arrangement. So at the moment, perpetual very much in play. And one of the casualties from FTX, the digital platform Fallout, which is looking more and more like a Ponzi scheme by the day, gone from $8 billion to administration inside a week. Um, Telstra Ventures hit by that uh, FTX crash. Also news coming through this morning just as we're going to uh, recording here. We've got a um, Invictus Energy. Uh, they've announced uh, IVZ is the stock code there. They've announced a drilling update. Total depth reached with additional zones of elevated gas and fluorescence. They were a big winner last week. Looks as if the good news has continued uh, for that one. They rallied from uh, 10 cents to 27 cents at one stage last week. In other news today as well, Leo Lithium has appointed Lycopodium to progress the uh, GoAmina uh, uh, Stage 1. And we've also got uh, three-year production 
outlook from Romelius, RMS, Romelius Resources and Study Updates there. So if you're interested in those stocks, have a look at those this morning. Question of the day today. Well, gold is obviously rallying on the back of that US dollar falling. And uh, are you buying into the gold rally? If you are buying into the gold rally, what's your favorite gold stock at the moment? Uh, I have a few in the small cap portfolio recently selling out of DeGray. Uh, regrettably, and uh, probably looking to get back into that one given the rumours around. But what's your favourite gold stock at the moment? Love to hear your views on that. Otherwise, have a great day, and may the trading gods be with you. <laughs>